Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yellow, you're listening to The Sportive, the only sports podcast in the world. Uh, my name is Brandon. With me tonight, John. Hi, John. Hello, Brandon. Hello. And uh, we also have Clarence Swamptown here. Clarence, are you with us? What's up, cockfuckers? Oh, God. You know, you were classy for a few a few episodes, and it's it's all gone to shit from there. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm bringing... I'm killing that guy. That guy sucked. He was terrible. I got it. I'm imagining it's right been, now, and it's actually making me sad that, like, Clarence was on the wagon for a couple of months, and he was just sort of a subdued <laughs> and respectful person. And he's just fallen yeah. completely off the wagon, and... I'm he's, currently he's on the side again. of the highway just yelling at people driving by. Yep. We're just going to hear semis and stuff going by. <laughs> hey, watch it, buddy! <laughs> How dare you disrespect me! <laughs> I'll kill your family! <laughs> yeah, that's the one we know and love. Uh, maybe you're angry, Clarence, because the of the Minnesota Twins draft results. Is that possible? Hmm. I am not angry at the Twins draft results i am um i'm not i am okay with the twins draft results i am uh i don't know what the word is not angry i find it kind of amusing in a sense the way that Hmm. uh hmm you cannot if if a baseball front office shows any inclination towards moneyball or towards analytics you you cannot question them is what i'm finding on <laughs> you you can't like that's no it's true this is how the astros they do have it. a spreadsheet you, you fucker you, which, Clarence, you don't understand see what they do is they is they don't draft the number one guy and then they save that money. No, like, like no, that's not what I asked. Yeah. I asked, do they? Are there? It's any time for a little game theory. Like, no, you see, yeah, that's exactly it's that exact tweet. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's play a little game theory. Yeah, Fuck. it's no, I get it. You guys are I playing get chess. The concept. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Is this maybe the best? Not the best execution of that concept. Can we at least analyze that? It. I get it. I get what they're up to. No. See what you don't understand is then they bank that money and then they, then they might get like two picks later. No, I get it, I get it, everybody, I get it. But 
did they pull it it's, off? It's kind of amazing. Instead of the that, one big bet, they made a bunch of tiny little bets later, you know, little marginal mm-hmm. upgrades later in the draft. And that is some game theory, my friends. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, John. Dude, pull, install it and still the theory. I get it. It's, it may have worked awesome. In five years, we may be like, holy shit, that was the greatest draft in the history of baseball. I, I, I don't know. But it's not unquestionable. It's not like just above reproach. Like, oh, oh, my God. Did you hear about the Twins draft? Holy shit. No, you can question it, right? It's not that big a deal. They didn't do anything that we haven't seen other teams do. They didn't make any crazy weird bets. They just they decided to make smaller bets than the one big bet, which was Hunter Green. Our beautiful baby boy is mm-hmm. now going to be playing for the Cincinnati Reds. Is that right? Cincinnati Reds. They got him. So they decided instead of that, we'll take a lower guy. And then our hopes and dreams at this point are now riding on something called Royce Lewis, uh, a high schooler who batted like 360. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and something else called... Blaine Enslow, Enlow, Enslow. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's it, right? I mean, we we decided to take a lower bet on Royce for the bigger bet, which ended up being that guy for the most part, because there's their mm-hmm. other supplemental picks were not. We didn't do much there. That neither no. of those guys were big bets. Rooker was not. So it's really just slot guy. Uh, Lipton. Nope. Soup and then the Canadian Canada. He was, Leech. Not, yeah. He's an average. He was right where he was supposed to go, or too high. He's, I mean, he was like a hundred and one, hundred and one. I don't know. If that's not how yeah. you say that word at all. <laughs> no, I right, um, knew what you're getting at. That's okay. <laughs> hundred one. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's it. So so that's those guys have to work out. Here's here's the amazing thing to me, and. We we have constantly on this podcast, well, we've criticized Vikings general manager Rick Spielman for a lot of things, like a lot, a lot of things, including up to and including how he sounds and what he wears and all sorts of very <laughs> personal insults because we believe he's that bad. Shape of his glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one yeah, of the I, things I that we get on him, one of the things <laughs> that we get on him for pretty consistently is that he believes he's this boy genius and he continually trades back and back and back into the draft until there's no good players left. The amazing thing is you, you can't, you're not allowed to trade picks in the baseball draft. You literally can't pull a Rick Spielman unless you do what the Twins did, which is self-trade back by taking guys who are not the first pick and getting them to agree to be later picks, basically. What mm-hmm. they did with Royce mm-hmm. White is basically decide, you know what we'd rather have is the fifth pick. I think we'd be happier with the fifth pick, so we're just going to make the fifth pick first, pay him like the fifth pick, and then we'll just go back. We'll just go backwards from there. It was like mm-hmm. when the Vikings tried to get Kevin Williams to sign for less by passing a couple of times because they thought mm-hmm. they could still get him, and then Kevin Williams was like, "Well, no, I'm not going to sign for that. <laughs> I was supposed to be the fifth pick, but you dunderheads are too stupid to get the card in on time." So that's right. basically what the Twins are trying to – they're following in the footstep of many different Vikings drafts. And I just – the power of having the number one pick, and this is going to seem obvious, but it doesn't seem obvious to the old boy wonders, is that you get to pick from everybody. 
Nobody else gets to go first and ruin your Not pick by person. making That's... a different pick. How many? Wait, do do the Reds get to go before the Twins? Yeah, can they jump in line somehow? Do they, can they like, overbid? Hey, look over there, and then they can go and pick a guy. I don't. I'm looking up the rules right now. I don't see anything in the bylaws for that to happen. They they controlled their destiny, and this was the destiny that they chose. Royce and Lewis. They batted they threw away. They threw away the first pick so that they could end up making a better third round pick. What they basically did was trade the first pick for about the fifth pick and an extra third rounder. Not even an extra third no, John, rounder. What you don't understand is that you, you get fourteen million dollars. Yeah, yes. John, you don't understand that. It's really obvious to the rest of us. Why don't you get it? Four, see, I, what I you might get, get is fourteen, super... and then you take that and you can use it mm-hmm. more. Spread it out with the fourteen Different million. Guys. John. Later. The, amaz- or the earlier. amazing thing is... One of them, John. You, you mentioned Moneyball, but as, as I recall from Moneyball, <laughs> it wasn't like they were pulling off this financial wizardry to get more picks in the draft for themselves. All the Moneyball was basically saying, you know what, we're going to take guys who have amazing stats in college regardless of whether they look good or not. And that's basically the opposite of what the Twins did. They, pick, they picked a guy who hit three fifty in high school, which is done by pretty much... A thousand baseball players every year. <laughs> Most baseball players, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Four home runs. I just wait. I'm, I'm sorry. He hit four home. He hit four home runs in his high school season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I. I. Houston Astros, John. I, database, but analytics, slot limit. I, I don't think uh, I spreadsheets, slot above slot, maximum limits, slots. I don't. So, I want. <laughs> I, oh no, John! John's brain is broken again. Oh my god, we broke his brain. Turn him off and back on again. Just control alt, Just, open Apple, control alt, delete. <laughs> Marthaler.exe has stopped working. (laughs) Click here to check for a solution. I mean, I understand the concept of nobody's a sure thing. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And Hunter Green's a high schooler. I totally Mm -hmm. understand that. Mm -hmm. But if we looked in the future, let's say five years from now or six years from now or whatever, and Hunter Green is a bust, he's had arm issues or he could just never it never really worked out for him whatever reason that he became a bust i can't imagine anybody that's been paying attention would blame would have blamed the twins for taking him right i mean it would just would have been one of those things where yeah it it's a crapshoot sometimes it doesn't work out on the other hand if this doesn't work out they're gonna be I'm hoping to God in a few years we'll still be pissing and moaning about this Hunter oh, Green thing, right? Think I, of I, how insane. I know for a fact every episode we are not going to be forgetting. No, oh, God. every five we will even our parents will abandon this podcast. <laughs> That's all we will do every single episode is just list off Hunter Green's statistics <laughs> and just string of f bombs like for an hour and a half of just. The cr- most creative F-bombs we could possibly think of. And then that's it. And then we press stop and we'll run it back the next week. 
it's going to be. Insane. So that's the thing that bothers me is like a, a, it's either way. It's a risk. The risk seemed to be that Hunter Green was enough of a prospect where, yeah, okay, it didn't work out your first draft. That's fine. You still have, you know, 49 other picks to, to you know, sign somebody else to have it work out. So I just feel like they outsmarted themselves, and it's really frustrating. But again, the extent of my scouting was that one article on Sports Illustrated. So it's possible that they have some different, um, some different intel that I do, but it's just, it's really... It's really a bummer, man. It's a huge bummer. It's I'm fine. It's fine. I really am. Whatever. They've got some scouting analytics stuff, some info. Fine. We'll see if it turns out. I just, I'm not good at being told that you can't criticize something. It's just not. That's that's a bad thing in my head. I got to get over that. Hmm. Something is above reproach. That just rubs me the wrong way. No. No, it's not. I can find something wrong with anything. That sunset sucks. I feel like I want to test this. All right. (laughs) Mike Zimmer is beyond reproach. Ooh, No, you can't pick my picadillos. You can't do that. No. (laughs) The United States military is beyond reproach. No, you piece of shit. Don't. Let's. I have certain. I can do that. I can say that things are above reproach. <laughs> you, others can't. That's the thing. That's the game. <laughs> this is like when you make bets with us about how we have to leave town or name our children after you, and you I don't, don't make, give up yeah, nothing. <laughs> I don't do anything. Yep. No, that's not how this works. That's not how the game, how it works. Brandon's had to move seven times because of those bets, and you just have had to do nothing. <laughs> He's just got a permanent pot. I don't even unpack anymore. He's just got a pot. I'm living out of a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the other thing that was frustrating is that if they would have gone above slot or whatever this whatever is with pick 35 or 30 or one of those, like, hey, this guy was supposed to be a top 15 pick, and now we've got you know, kind of two of our essentially first round picks. That would have been another thing, but to use it all on this other guy, like way later, just, just doesn't feel good. Doesn't mm-hmm. feel good to me. No, I, yep. But what do I know? I just know that I can't wait to piss and moan about Hunter Green for the next 20 years. That's going to be fun. Speaking of pissing and moaning, are we in, are we in pissing and moaning about Aaron Hicks territory yet? Hmm. Oh man, that's hmm. a tough one. If we're not, maybe the because like three twenty. Yeah. He, he literally yeah. has a one thousand OPS this year. If we're not there, what's the threshold for allowing us to be there? I mean, like I said, well, here's. I think that the All Star break was he. I think that he was just so bad. Maybe that's what it was. Are that we? Yeah, because I do I'm feel fast. like I'm less bummed out about Hicks than I was. I remember being really bummed out about. Um, Gomez, because I was like, "Oh, he's going to be good." That's I feel like we gave up on him too early. Well, I just I Where don't Hicks understand. Just, I, I don't know. understand that the Twins keep drafting these tools, the outfielders, like that's their go-to draft pick, and then they bring them up when they're twenty-one, and by the time they're twenty-four, they're like, "Man, this guy's a bust. Trade him." When it's, I mean, I I feel like it's fairly obvious that people between about the age of 26 and 30 are the best at baseball. And after that, you start to decline. And before that you're terrible. So we keep, 
with Hicks and with Gomez specifically, it was like, well, this guy's 24. What does he have left to learn? If you're not good at baseball by the time you're 24, you're never going to be good. I, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. How did this? Not keep, how does this keep happening? At least with Gomez, we got J.J. Hardy out of the deal. And then turned with him into Hicks, Jim Hoey. We got like. In turn, yeah. Oh my God, John. There's a few trades I think that need to be like off limits, subject wise. <laughs> JJ Hardy on this for Jim Hoey. because this is supposed. This is my happy place, and that's one of them that like that's just a little too cruel, man. It's a little gotcha. too soon for that. Two relievers. But with Hicks, we got two what? Middle relievers. Got, two middle two relievers. Two middle relievers. <laughs> up the middle <laughs> position, premium position, premium fielder, and a premium position. For two middle Dude, we don't need him. We got Nishioka coming in. We got an unproven guy from two a different league coming in. We're a good, bro. My middle relievers. Two <laughs> double A middle relievers. There needs to be like an oral history of the Bill Smith era of just understanding <laughs> all the different mistakes one person made to an organization over he his whatever. It, just a few years. This is a real good shortstop. Nah. <laughs> Can you imagine being an Orioles fan and seeing that come through and be like, what? Is, <laughs> we did. Is he a murderer? Did J.J. Hardy murder, murder somebody? Because still might be worth it. He lost his legs. It must have been a horrific accident. I wonder how he's going to yeah. play. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them gone, and then legs they made the trade arms. before the. Yeah. Throw the ball with his mouth. Oh, it's going to be kind of easy. <laughs> as useful as second base, the actual second base. <laughs> He's <Yep>. the base. <laughs> he is the base. Oh, still, it's still basically a wash because those MLB's guys probably were negative. Still would swoon. Value. They would just swoon. Oh, that's the most gorgeous second base ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, somebody should get on that. John, you should write that story. Write the oral yeah. history of Bill Smith. I I don't think I can make it. I will probably be quotes. dead long before I finish that story. <laughs> <laughs> just the black bars. Yeah. My quotes yeah. would be just like in those uh, congressional testimony that gets redacted. Just the black bars. Yeah. Nothing but black bars across the page. All of it <laughs> 11 redacted. words in one page. <laughs> yeah. And redacted. The in otherwise. <laughs> otherwise Thank you. I'll just Goodbye. Up. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, I don't feel I'm I'm pretty upset about Aaron Hicks, but only because we only traded him for like double A filler. That's <laughs> that really stings. How did that guy turn into such a terrible baseball player? That's on us, right? That's got to be a twist yep. thing because he was, he was okay. Yep. Nope, it's on us. We ruined another human being. He just robbed a home run. That's great. He just robbed a home oh, run. I'm, oh no. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking yes, forward man. to Byron Buxton being amazing right in three years. For a different <laughs> as team. you're talking about him, he just robbed a home run. That's now, where's Buxton going to go? You think Boston? You think Boston <laughs> will get him? I feel like he's a West Coast kind of guy. He's going west. Maybe Oakland, maybe Seattle. Cool. Well, he's we'll from Atlanta and he's a pole hitter that he would just pepper that. The monster. He just pepper. Oh, that's true. 
just cruising. Yeah, I could see him hitting 45 home runs for the Red Sox. Oh, 45 home runs, 78 doubles. And any time a left fielder misplays a ball off the monster, inside the park home run. He'd have maybe a dozen inside the park home runs. Yep, this is happening. I'll follow him anywhere. I'll always love him, no matter what team. Aaron Hicks, I kind of like, uh, yeah, I'll check shruggy, in on you in a couple years. But shruggy guy. Not Buxton. Uh. This is like every time Alex Meyer has a decent start, Aaron Gleeman goes on Twitter to point out that the Twins gave him up for the right to swap Ricky Nolasco for Hector Santiago. <laughs> That's all they got out of it was God. to get rid of Ricky Nolasco's terrible contract. It's that's that's an amazing small, amazingly small return for trading away one of your only decent young starting pitchers. We've got um, we've we've had to have made some good trades, right? At some point, what about the we we gave up Squidward, but we got a pitcher that's been Mars. decent. He's big, big guy. Mejia, yeah, Mejia. He got he got absolutely bombed the other night. Yeah. No, but he's still young, right? So that's maybe an okay trade for us. Is oh, wait, actually, I haven't even looked up. Does Squidward have? Young. Does he have like? I don't know. It's possible too that Squidward's hitting four hundred. For all I know, I that would probably well, be teams out on the West Coast. Given how bad the Giants are, I doubt it. I don't have any idea what yeah, those teams do out there. I just they're a mystery. It's a different different planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's all I have for the Twins. Do you guys have anything else for the Twins? Nothing. Nope. Hey, John, we were talking off air in the green room um, before you before you logged on. We were wondering if you could give us a Vikings update. I think I think uh, Clarence and I were under the impression that there's some sort of practice happening that's relatively organized. Can you confirm or deny that? I can neither confirm nor deny that. I know I know that Mike Zimmer's no been getting interviewed, so there must be some kind of practice. There was, I think there was, there, like a there was an article in the paper today about how, how our kicker and our punter are terrible, so that must oh, be something. I am confident in this front office to address that situation. They've shown nothing but confidence. <laughs> Nana Rena Savvy. In the past. Oh, we're so Savvy pissed. front office. Get it right. So that we're, Has anybody's we leg all... exploded yet? Do we know? Uh, not as so. far as we know. Amongst the three of us, though, All limbs are, are currently intact. Each of us are like 30% sure there was a mini camp. So collectively, we're like 90% sure. Yeah. There must yeah, be something, something going, going on. on. There's... Something's There's up. pictures okay. of people with football helmets on appearing regularly in the paper. So there must be something. I can't Good. say it's this important. This is why people are turning tuning in. No, probably not. I I feel like if there are listeners who are real plugged in on Vikings minicamp, we should probably I maybe Josh Fiedler is. He he seems like the kind of guy that would be real plugged in on minicamp. Let's get him in here. Typically, the way that we you find wanna, out should we... that there's a minicamp in, in town, like a Vikings minicamp, is like one of the players 
is butt fucking a cheerleader on the WCCO weather tower or something. You know, that's how we fight. Oh, well, the Vikings are back in yeah. town. Oh, that hasn't started until that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody even knows. That hasn't happened. See, nothing like that has happened. So we, so we don't know. I, yeah, that's my defense, at least. Until something like that One happens, of the Vikings was like, Smoking a cigar and he passed out at Maynard's and burned the whole place down. Burned that's when we'll know. Yeah, that's how. Just oh, to the studs. Back in town. Yep. Oh, it must be football season. Oh. <laughs> Chill in the air. Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. <laughs> All right. Well, we we have lots of time to complain about the Vikings, and I'm lots of time. man. Am I looking forward to it? And August, we will use every thing. minute of it. December. Yep. One of the best things. Okay, so cool. let me ask you another question. Different sport. Um, Bro. Bro. Stanley Fight Cup. Man, we're just over. Fight. Fuck Where me. is... What? I'm sorry. I'm watching baseball. There's a fight. Bench clearing. I I get all worked oh. up about fights. The Pirates. Oh, I love a baseball brawl. My Bucks. I love the Pirates. My Bucks and the Rockies. Oh, Cervelli is getting all worked up. The catcher. Was it? Is it an actual good fight, or is it the standard? No, it looks pretty push each other yeah, around. It's they already cut away from it. Yeah, it's a shitty fight. Nobody threw it. It's just Cervelli in his hot Italian blood. You know how those Italians are. They get, they run hot. He got all worked up. Yeah. He got beamed. I know. I up. love when we go after ethnicities. Yep. <laughs> It's right in my wheelhouse. It's right in the neighborhood, right where yeah. I live. Yep, Google Map me. I That's got my yep. neighborhood. So earlier this week, Drop the pen. through a set of circumstances too complicated to relate here, I happened to run into uh, a, a gif of Mark McGuire and Kirk Gibson almost getting in a fight. And I looked up. I looked. It's up a hard G, John. Happened. We're a hard G podcast. Yeah, I know. I, I like. The, I like doing the. I like doing the J because I know it makes you so angry, Brandon. Um, God damn it! So <laughs> okay, continue. So I, I looked up this fight, and the the circumstances were amazing because the Diamondbacks, I, I assume, accidentally hit Yasiel Puig in the face, and so the Dodgers naturally hit somebody on their team. Oh, Grinky hit so somebody. This is recently, I assume no, this is I, like I don't YouTube, know. Google from you know eighty eight. Yeah, I guess. I guess I don't know what year this was, but the so the Grinky hit somebody, and then some crazy reliever for the Diamondbacks came back and basically threw at Grinky's head. Like Grinky was far too shocked to charge charge the mound because if he hadn't gotten his shoulder up, he would have gotten one in the ear hole. And so nobody charged him out initially, except then then the whole brawl started because Yasiel Puig comes charging out of the dugout ready to rip anybody's head off and just punt it over the stands at Dodger Stadium. But the amazing thing about this fight was that the coaches started getting into it, and at one point, Mark McGuire, who's the Dodger hitting coach, has Kirk Gibson in one hand and Matt Williams in the other hand. And the best part of this whole fight is that McGuire's just yelling at them. And both of these, Kirk Gibson's a pretty big guy. Matt Williams is a pretty mm-hmm. big guy. And they sure. both look absolutely scared to death. <laughs> it was just <laughs> the most entertaining near fight I've ever seen. Because they both were just like, we're about to die. Mark McGuire, he, does he still take steroids? I assume he probably still takes the steroids. He's going to kill us both. It sure looks like it, yeah. He's going to... Yep. 
He's going to pick be. us both up and just bash us together until we're both dead. <laughs> And like a pair just, of symbols, like <laughs> <laughs> he's the end of a concert. <laughs> just absolute Gong. marching band us to death. <laughs> so <laughs> just playing "Dream On" by Aerosmith. Just <laughs> 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 oh, it was just just the look of panic on these two grown men's faces. Mark McGuire screams in their faces was. It, it was almost as good as a regular baseball fight. Now, nothing's <laughs> as good as a regular baseball fight, but that was pretty awesome. No, a good one? Yeah, that gets me all worked up. Yep, it's me all antsy and my pantsy. Good baseball fight? I'll take it. Yep. Do you guys the read bet. Sam Miller of ESPN at no. all? No. I read a book he wrote, but I don't usually so read he... him on ESPN. Yeah, that was a great book. Uh, I really like that one. The only rule is it has to work. Super interesting. Yep. So he yep. wrote uh, recently about the when uh, Bryce Harper tried to charge the mound against whatever <laughs> that guy's name is. And he made a point that I guess I probably al- always knew but didn't really realize is that the hitters never win that fight when they charge the mound. It never, ever works out for the hitter. Every single time they... they get tackled by somebody else. The mm-hmm. like Even Bryce Harper is a big dude. Tried to fling his helmet and miss by like nine feet. Yeah. And then Hunter Strickland is standing on top of the mound, watches Harper try to come up, and then just punches him right in the face. He's just <laughs> waiting for him. It's like, oh, okay. Yep. yep. And I never really yep. realized it, how dumb of an idea it is to ever charge the mound. I think I was talking to some buddies. I think one thing that guys should do is maybe just get about a third of the way there and then like tomahawk your bat at the guy. You don't want to be right next to him to tomahawk the bat, but that might be kind of a fun new spin on charging the mound. That's would you could put you could do some damage. You're probably not going to kill somebody, but sure. you could hurt them, and they tried to hurt you, so that's fair. Or I think the other <laughs> cool thing would be to, when you get hit, immediately look for the ball, chase the ball yep. down, and then run after the, the guy and throw the ball right back at him. I think that's, that's the Tory Hunter. Hunter move. Yeah. If that became a tradition, I think would be like my new favorite thing about all of sports is like he, get, yeah, but you throw the he ball got hit. Back oh, and he's looking for the ball. He's Here, got oh, he got the ball. He got the ball. And then like, see, <laughs> like there was the. He's got a glove, so it would be tough. But you got to like get a running start at him and hope that like the, you get him in the shin or something. Pitcher has to throw the Tory Hunter. <laughs> yeah, the Tory Hunter. It's just. It's so sixth grade gym class. Like you're playing baseball and you you're pitching, and you accidentally hit somebody. You're like, well, line up on the backstop. He gets to hit you back. It's only fair. It's only yeah. fair. Yeah, I know. But I think if you're close oh. enough to him, even if he has a glove, you could still you could still hit him somehow. Like he can't get his glove in the way, and you hit him somewhere. It's right. any, either of those options are way better than just running out there and getting your ass kicked by either the pitcher who's waiting for you or like the first or third baseman barrels into you when you're almost about ready to throw a punch. It's just never worked out. I I can't remember a time when the dude who charged didn't probably regret it afterwards. You know how in the NBA, like in the NBA, if there's any kind of scuffle in the NBA and you put a toe, if you're on the bench and you put a toe on the line, you're automatically suspended for like two games. They should have that mm-hmm. rule for baseball brawls. Like, if you're the catcher or the first baseman or the second baseman or whatever, you can't get involved. Unless unless they, like, leave <laughs> the circle to. of the bases. <laughs> just because I think it'd be great to watch the pitcher hmm. just turn and run to try to get to safety where his teammates <laughs> could beat on the batter. 
Yeah. Like a five foot radius yep. around a base is where the fielder yep. has to stay. So he's just going right. to the five feet and just waiting. Come here. Come here. Come on. Like uh, just home, like get to safety. It's like a tag team wrestling match. They're just they're trying to stretch and tag <laughs> yeah. tag the first baseman in while Bryce Harper just beats the crap on yeah. Hunter Strickland. That's what that's what baseball brawl yeah. should be. Yeah, uh, just anything better than the way it currently is because it's always yep. like fun for five seconds and then it's not that fun anymore. The only good ones after they're not that fun anymore is when there's like a couple more satellite fights that break out in a dugout or halfway into the stands, just two guys that were like shoving each other and then all of a sudden they really are getting mad or there's the one really angry guy that's just trying to fight four different people on the other team while none of his teammates help him because they're just going to get punched in the mouth if they get anywhere near him. Ugh. That's yeah. about the only good things that can happen. I still think my favorite time was probably when Pedro grabbed Don Zimmer like by the jowls <laughs> and threw him to the ground. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I can remember in sports where time actually stopped in real life <laughs> like it just stopped and everybody just sort of looked around of like oh okay, what do we get mad I, i'm not really sure how to react to this it was so surreal who is in the wrong I here that. i know because zimmer charged at him then again zimmer was 125 years old i don't know and yep. you know god and it, it wasn't was like pedro was some, went kermit washington but, on him and just absolutely cleaned his clock he just threw him to the ground no, he so just that this set him down. old angry grandpa wouldn't <laughs> stop, would stop running at him. Honestly, that's probably the best way to treat a yeah. charging grandpa. Just lay him down. It was the down. nicest thing he could have done. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah. I still think that's my favorite. I yep. obviously loved Nolan Ryan beating the piss out of Robin Ventura. But that, I know. yeah, I mean, that's a classic. Anyway, uh, okay, so do you guys want to talk hockey? Sure. I, yeah, I got, I got nothing to say. What do you, what do you want to know? I don't know. I mean, the Stanley Cup just ended. I wanted to get your perspective. Okay, so let me ask you this. Where, what percentile is, was this Stanley Cup in terms of like historical, fun, entertaining, significance, whatever? Like, was this a good one? Was it a bad one? Boring? Great? Because I don't really know anymore. So the unique aspects of it were the Nat was Nat, the fact that Nashville was in it <clears throat> and their fans. I think that was unique. Um, hmm, what else was unique? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Unique about this. The P.K. Subban, Sidney Crosby, kind of quasi um, battle. Yeah, I you know, that was unique, I really enjoyed unique. that the entire town of Nashville rose up and really wanted Mike Milbury dead by the end of it. Yeah, I love that. I feel like the, that's a during his broadcast. Like, Fuck I, you, I feel like Milbury. that's a point where we, we can all couldn't. we can all come together. Yeah, I hate Mike Milbury. Yep. It's very easy. Is he an uh, announcer or is he a coach? He's an announcer. Announcer. What is he? Yeah. And why do they hate him so much? Because he's the biggest idiot in hockey. He defended. Oh, yeah, good. Sidney uh, Crosby and um, yeah, well, and what John said too. Yeah, it's, it was you know another Stanley Cup Finals in, in for most for the most part. Um, yeah, I mean there was those... Pittsburgh or Chicago won it, uh-huh. so that's pretty much every yeah. Stanley Cup Finals lately. I just I didn't think Pittsburgh had it in them. I, you know after. What they went through, the, the injuries they had, um, but they did. They got a good team. Crosby and Malkin just keep improving, which is impressive. I don't like them, but uh, it is impressive. Tip your cap. Why don't uh, Why don't you like them? Should I like? Should I hate them too? I'll hate them. Because you want me to hate them, I'm the fine Minnesota with that. Wild. It's probably the oh biggest reason. I mean, I don't have like a specific yeah. reason. Um, I don't like players on other teams. Really, at every level. Oh man, that's my entire one life. of the worst things in the world is other teams. Yeah, I'm with yep. you. Yeah. Do you like Do you like PK Subban? You know he's fine. Um, yep. I wonder about him. That if he really is kind of an ass. Like there's just so much smoke around that fire, <laughs> to almost to a person that is against him, just doesn't like him. He got traded away, kind of unexplainably, inexplainably from Montreal. I mean, just an odd trade. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of people. I don't. I just wonder if he really is just kind of a a fucker, which is fine. That's right. be a fucker. I don't really care, but I. I wonder if there's more smoke to that. That he's just kind of a, a knucklehead, jackass. What is he like a like a dick or a glory hound or what's the what what yeah, specific brand of knuckleheadness is I he? I don't know. You think? It, if you had to the, bet, what struck me as odd was that uh, John Scott. You know that the guy that played in the All Star game last year. That's just kind of everybody. Just universally like every, forever. Every every teammate he's ever had just absolutely loved him. Um. And even he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Subban's kind of a kind of a dick, just kind of a loudmouth. Um, he's just kind of a loudmouth dipshit. 
out there. Almost in the Pierzynski. Oh, all right. Slug, he might, you know what I mean? Just he might like never, oh, no. oh. just never stops. Just is always something. He might be the oh, AJ no. Pierzynski of hockey. Oh, I wonder. God I don't know that for That's sure. I just worst. wondered. Just some of the people that don't like him, it brings up a, a few red flags. Like, God, I don't know. I, I can see some people just not liking him just because he's brash and stuff. And, yeah, that's a stupid reason. But I wonder. Some of the players that just everybody universally likes think he's a dipshit. So it just makes me wonder. I wonder if maybe he is a dipshit. But we don't – we're not down there on the ice. We don't get to see – you know, in baseball, you get zoomed in, and it's so slow that you can kind of pick apart why a guy might think, why a, a player might be kind of a dick. You know what I mean? You can slow down and see why Przinsky's a dick because of the stuff he pulls. But hockey is just moving too fast, and you can't hear the words they say. So you may hear that a guy's a dick, but not really know the, the context of where it's coming from. I just wonder. I just huh. went a big circle around Subban. I don't know if that even went anywhere, but the point is I have questions. I don't have conclusions. The point is you have questions, and you also believe that the Stanley Cup was a thing that happened. It's, it's done. It happened. It, it started and ended. And I watched it. I think I watched what would be almost th- every minute. What would be the the... Best case scenario for next year's Stanley Cup for it to be like in a top five percentile Stanley Cup ever is it? Would it be my guy Connor McDavid? Like they, is there like a young team versus the old, like the Penguins or something, where everybody is all of a sudden wanting the young guys to take over? Would that be like a like what? When, how could it not suck next year? Is it is it possible? Why the the ideal Stanley Cup? Uh, championship next year would be the Wild win it. For some reason, they're wearing North Stars jerseys and they changed their name yep. entirely to the North, Minnesota North Stars. They the win Minnesota it North Stars. Yep, Minnesota North Stars win on it. a goal that goes off of by Clarence Swamp Yaramiriyaga's <laughs> crotch, like it it right. slap shot <laughs> that hits him right in the <laughs> cock, and he collapses and. Yeah. Is in searing pain. <laughs> Dies. It goes well. Uh-huh. Death. That might be a little too far. Right in the cock. Sorry. Ricochets into the net. But definitely his dick falls. North off. Stars win. Yarmir yeah. Yager is laying there, not passed out because then that gets him off the hook. Then he doesn't feel the pain anymore because he's passed out. He's got enough pain where he had yeah, he's see it. right to the threshold before he passes out, but enough that he's laying there for the entirety of the Stanley Cup trophy presentation ceremony <laughs> he's still on the ice laying there as they circle around uh, handing off the trophy to each other and celebrating in the old man and each center. guy when he comes up happened. to get his trophy like he does like the stop with the ice shavings in his face yep every single that's, guy just <laughs> that's yeah, he does the snow plow right just the whitewash right in front of him all of this no, is occurring. None of his teammates in, are around. They've all left. It's just him. <laughs> spotlight. It's in the Mets Center. A spotlight on him. Inexplainably. I don't know how. They, yep. They've got yep. 12 months. They constructed it, and it's playing No, I'm there. following you. Yep. Uh, You're organ at music, probably the red no line. Rock, n- no rock and roll. No others. Just just, just organ music's played the, the whole time. Um, yep. Everybody's drunk. 
Uh, I think yeah. that part is obvious. Happy. Some people and then Ulf Dahlin comes out and puts a blanket over it. I don't know how this happened to I Batman's really let go of the reins a little bit, like let loosened up. <laughs> topless women. Just tons of topless women, and it's okay. And no one's ever telling them to cover up or anything. No, They're just fine with it. <laughs> like, holy shit. I don't know what's like the world. This America has just crumbled in 12 months, and like there's just topless women all over. I don't know why. Right. Crumbled doesn't might, really make any sense. It sounds great. The most believable part of this is that that happening. Um, there's like a uh, there's like a announcement after a few minutes in the first period that's like, hey guys, couple issues here. Our cash registers aren't working, but all the beer is going to go bad by tomorrow. So we just <laughs> yeah. got to get rid of this. So just come up and fill it up yourselves. Yep. We got to get rid of this beer. The lines will mm-hmm. be. So you got that. Yeah. So the take last you out on the thing, ice, fan of the game. Just the cherry on top. Like for some reason, something happened during the season where I saved the season. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe let's say the bus was about to fall into the river, and I did something like I hooked my truck up to the bus at the very last second, chained it, and pulled them from death near just certain death. You mean your van? Look. Fucker, with the no, <laughs> I was happened to be driving my truck that day. You ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is my. Right, so you this pulled is my story. The guys were on the this bus. This is my story. Yeah. So I saved the team. We're back to that. I saved them. So mm-hmm. like they win the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup and they pull me like I'm shirtless, drunk, on the ice, skating around, celebrating. And I, you know, do the whole Rikishi stink face on the Yager as he's still laying there. I just put my spread the cheeks and just right on his face, Rikishi stink face Yager, and he's still laying there in seething pain. Can't and move. I hoist the Stanley Cup Balls over are. my head, drunk, shirtless, champion. And then pause, freeze frame. That's the end. That's the commemorative video. Is me hoisting the cup. Greatest Stanley Cup championship of all time. You got a little magic man playing in the background or something? It's great. Something real good. Be just fine. Yep. Commemorative video. Yep. Get the license to that, so that's easy to Wow. I'm uh I'm glad I asked that question. Now I know. That's what could happen next year. I'm rooting for it. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's all I have for hockey. If you guys have any other parting thoughts about hockey, we'll talk about it again soon nah. in uh, nine months from now. Ten <laughs> months from now. Something like that. The wild Look forward to the start of next year's playoffs. <laughs> the Wild will be the same team, right? Uh, uh, slightly like older and slightly worse. Colors? They'll have different players. <laughs> like, Some how many different the players same. will they have? They'll have four. They'll have eight new players. Wow. Okay. We'll figure it out. Somewhere between four and eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last thing I had on the agenda is um, 
is the NHL, or I'm sorry, the NBA finals. But man, I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter. I think you do. You should. I mean, we're friends. I hope you didn't unfollow or block me. But I've been having it out with some pals of mine about uh, how much I hate Kevin Durant. And I'm just about just about done with that argument. I feel like I just I've had enough. Like you feel you so feel like you've lost John, or you feel like you've won? Oh no. No, no, no. No. This is this is an obvious victory. But so, I'm just so the, like it's no one's going to change their mind at this point, you know? It's one of those things I where I don't think anybody's ever going to What you're upset with mm-hmm. is that Kevin Durant mm-hmm did exactly what LeBron did. He just was much, <laughs> uh-huh. much better sure. at it. Yes. Yep. So the, he, they're both chased rings and either in, in okay. joined and, cre- and wrong, but yep. developed super teams to chase rings, which LeBron continues to do and bring in players and try to make his team better. He's just not very yep. good at it. Only guy that's done that. Yeah. Nobody else tried to make their team better in the 90s or 80s well, no, or anything. But isn't that LeBron what you said invented about it. Durant is, is, wants to be on a good team like LeBron did, but Durant just picked a better one? So what's the, what am I missing? No. No, God damn it. It's not, it's not what I'm upset about at all. For If Durant wanted to do what... LeBron did, that would have been no, super no. fun and interesting. Like he would have Durant wanted to win a championship, which is exactly what LeBron did. That's it. They all want to win championships. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what LeBron did was like, hey, I can't I can't beat the Celtics, who are the best team, and one way I want I, I don't want to be on my team anymore because this organization's a piece of shit and I hate them all. So I want to get out of here. So he decided to like find a buddy team up and try to take down his rivals. Durant just joined his rivals. So if Durant was like, Hey, uh, this golden state's amazing, but, uh, I haven't been able to beat him, but I want to get out of this town. I'm with you. I'm totally down with you. Whatever you want to go. Just don't go to that one team. He just went to the one team that it's a real bummer that he went to. So, so I would have LeBron, loved if he would have done did what LeBron did. It would have been awesome. If, Le, LeBron, if LeBron had, had gone upper- to the Celtics, I would have fucking hated his guts forever. Not forever, but for a long time. It would have been the lamest thing in the world. And that would have sucked. So, you know, I'm consistent morally. Morally consistent. Ethically, I feel good. I can sleep at night. LeBron's cool. Kevin Durant's a pussy. These teams are rivals of each other's, but the players seem to be pretty pretty good friends with each. These superstars do not seem to hate each other. All of them are. All no, of them are, hate they're each all other? friends now. Yeah. So no, they all like each other. They're all friends. They go to dinner. They whatever. So there is no it's, rivals. It's no. There's no like thing. real life. No, there's teams. I mean, there's teams you want to beat, but. I don't think anybody, even back in the day, I don't think LeBron and Kevin Garnett like actually hated each other. Can't you say that they were just rivals, rival is a you know. concept that just doesn't even exist in the NBA at the superstar level anymore? It just doesn't. 
Like, do are there are there really rivals on the court? Yeah, yes. I think there's yeah a lot of them. Does that is it not like that in hockey or well, baseball? Not really. It's kind of hard to. Not really. It's not really contact sport. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So against the no. LeBron, it's uh, it's fine. Created a super team, which is okay. Durant. Yep. Created a super team. Joined the best team ever. Not they okay. They played. Yep. In because Cleveland and Miami weren't really rivals, but Oklahoma City and Golden State kind of were. Well, Durant uh, Durant just joined the best team, whereas LeBron joined like a like an eight seed, you know, but like kind of LeBron a shitty team, and made them really good. Could have joined the best team. He probably would have, just didn't have that opportunity. Well, he could have. Capro. There was like twelve teams he could have chosen that were better, and he didn't choose any of them. He could have for sure. He could have chosen. These guys are all get the max no matter where they go. So for the most part, they can just choose. And so a lot of different scenarios Mi- of like where. So he go. chose Miami, just the the, <laughs> the nicest, if not the nicest city in the country, just out of pure um, love of competition. Miami wasn't was just because he is a true competitor, and not because he doesn't. He's not very good at picking teams, <laughs> or really just wanted to be in the sunshine. Um, or is it terrible at, at personnel management, even though he continues to stick his nose into things? Um, <laughs> he just did. Well, so I was one of his of, best friends there. Great beaches, good Cuban food. Makes sense mm-hmm. why you choose Miami. But well, I don't judge that as much as I judge joining the greatest team of all time because he admitted in interviews, like, I just wanted to win and I was sick of being the man. Like, that's fine. Okay, you admit that. But as a fan, I have the right to judge you for that like, and kind of give you shit about it. That's okay. In every other scenario, in every other sport, if someone said that and admitted it, we'd be like, all right, that's fine. You get a ring. Totally cool. But you're kind of a wiener. I don't know. I just think you're kind of a wiener. Uh, so that's what's happening here. I don't like – I don't blame – and I think LeBron made a really good point too of like, well, I wouldn't really blame the owners. That's what they're trying to do is win. I would, if I'm an owner, I would try to sign every good player I could possibly sign. I don't blame like Kerr. I don't blame the fans for liking the Warriors. I just think LeBron or KD is in this scenario being kind of a wiener. That's it. Hmm. And it made my favorite sport a way less fun to watch. I heard, and that, these that as a fan again, miserable. like that sucks. I have actually been restraining myself from teasing you about these finals because I've heard that they are just like the worst NBA finals in history that they were just not fun in any way the Warriors did they did they lose no they did lose a game because LeBron won one game um did they lose any other games? yes the Warriors did no it was four to one five games so they they lost that one game to Kit, but did they lose any elsewhere in the playoffs the Warriors no they went 16 and one Tied a record of the most dominant. I mean, it just made the playoffs kind of sucky, right? Yes, it did. It made them suck very badly. It was super annoying. That's what happens. Brandon, I I, I actually have a question for you about this. So 
Oh, no. I feel like all the basketball diehards in the world have been like, man, these playoffs have been the worst. Everybody hated these playoffs. All the basketball fans I know have just been sort of depressed about them. But I saw, I think it was today, that the TV ratings for these finals are the highest since Michael Jordan was in the finals. Why? Why is that? I think dominance usually is great for ratings. There's probably just a ton of fans who aren't diehards that want to see whether they're cheering for or against. I have no idea, but I think in most sports, it's kind of like that, right? I mean, every time the Patriots in the Super Bowl, it's way higher ratings. No? Or playoffs or, I don't know, Yankees. I mean, it's just like one of those teams where they're, they have casual fans all over the place. So, do we just lose somebody? Did somebody just leave? I'm still here. Did we lose John? Damn. You you pissed John off. He did What'd not like say? my answer. I wasn't paying any attention. I don't know. I, I did think you say something? Trying to, trying to run it back here. I mean, I... <laughs> John, oh, Just giving Dave shit as usual. He's the worst human being in the world. <laughs> yeah, just gone. <laughs> just gone. Oh. Uh, no, I mean... You definitely don't want to look at ratings as John. Yeah, I'm here. Yep, you're here. You're here. Uh, yeah, ratings. I mean, I don't know, but that doesn't mean that the games were any good. They were not very good. They were boring, and it was very obvious who was going to win the whole time. And people try to manufacture stuff as you have to because you're like a sports writer and whatever a reporter. They kept trying to manufacture drama, and it just never. Nobody believed it. Like, no, obvious. I know what's going to happen here. And it happened. That sucks. That's such a, bu- that's such a bummer. Is there, I want to ask you about hockey. Is there even a close comparison of how this could play out in, in hockey? Would it be like Ovechkin joining the Blackhawks or, or like a, a, a hugely mm. dominant team and like one of the best two, the second best player in the NHL? joining that dominant team to win a bunch in a row or something? Is it even probably nothing? Well, it's hard with hockey because it, nobody plays 45 minutes a night. You know what I mean? There's Yeah, exactly. You, There's a limit to how much you can affect a game. Sure. Right. I suppose it would be like Ovechkin okay, joining, so. joining Pittsburgh. That's probably a relatively apt comparison as much so as you can get in in hockey cuz they're just not comparable. Yeah, and you can and there's so many I don't know if it's straw men or whatever, but people have like, "Oh, what do you you don't think he should Durant should be able to pick where he wants to go?" Like, "Yeah, no, of course. Of course. Yes. I'm I'm happy for him to go wherever he wants. It's not that." Um but it would be a bummer if that happened in hockey and you'd be like, "Oh, well, I guess maybe I'll watch, but I kind of know what's going to happen, so I don't know. And it's going to be like this for a few years, so I just, you know, it's the way it is. <laughs> There's really nothing I can do about it. I'm I'm very sad. Well, that makes me Thank happy you for this. When you're sad, give me a moment here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you? Nothing but makes Claire's here's the thing: you were, when Brandon is sad. <laughs> yep, 
So like, good. You were probably three, really annoyed because three solid I, three four years I, of you being sad. That's good. I got a good run ahead of me. That's good. I think what you enjoy the most. Correct me if I'm wrong. The problem with the finals this year is that even though we were all mad about it, we were still talking about it a lot. So I, I'm mm-hmm. assuming in your feed you either had a ton of people talking hoops or you had to mute a bunch of people. What Where this is really going to pay dividends for you is next year and the next year when it becomes really boring that we don't even want to argue about it anymore. That's when you're going to really hit your sweet spot here. It's, it's going to yeah. be great next year. So I, I'm sure I this year was a little in. bit annoying for you mm-hmm. of like, ugh, shut up. But pretty soon, well, man, it's going to be good. What happened this year was other people were yelling at you. And I'm like, that's good. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, obviously. It's it's your goal, but you want to be the guy. It's Kind of. Watch other yeah, people Yeah, it's not quite down. like if you're somebody's beating up your brother and, like, and you beat your brother up all the time. You know, it's like, no, I, yeah. I'm the one that beats, your, beats him up. You don't get to do That's my job. And then you want I want kind of want to go and argue in your favor, but that's not it. Either, Just to get people off me, so like, no. Yes, and then but it's like right I'm, back I'm, and... in a way I'm happy he has a bloody nose, but I kind of like being the guy that gives it to him <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, it. I that's it. like, and I don't think I'd have done it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I wouldn't use I those words, but a little differently. He's just as agitated. You could do it he's, so much better, guys. I don't think I'd do it yeah. better. It's, he's just as agitated. It's just not the way I'd have done it. I'd have gone a little different angle. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, slow burn. Now I can't start it up. I'm not going to start the whole argument up again because then that's – then he, no, he's off. He's not going to – he's already tired. He's not going to partake. This is not just – there's science Yeah, I mean – You can't just dive in head first. He'll just give up. So I don't got know. limited firepower. Yeah. Yeah. I had to burn through it. Burn through it all. Bunch of dumbasses, <sighs> front runners, bandwagon, fans, jerk offs. That's who likes the Warriors. That's who it is. I wish LeBron was better at ring chasing. Shame. For your sake. I wish he was better at it. He's just not he's not very good at it. You know, and he might someday, ultimately someday he might actually his legacy. I was wondering how long. 59 minutes before you said tarnish his legacy. John and I talked about this earlier. We thought you'd get it within about six, seven minutes. (laughs) You slow slow played me again, you brilliant bastard. (laughs) Tarnished legacy. Hashtag. I mean, I know he won't do it, but some part of me wants to... For him to just go to another amazing team and just like ride coattails and sit on the bench for five straight years and pick up rings, and just to for people to be so confused about like, hey, wait, wait, he that was our <laughs> argument against him, and now he he didn't. I, but it's it'll be fun. He's going to be good for a few more years, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I love him so much. It's my favorite. Uh, all right. Anything else? Any parting wisdom concerns? Mm. No. Nope. Nope. I got nothing. All right. Well, we'll come back next week. Uh, we'll recharge the batteries. I think we should maybe talk NBA draft next week. Oh, Clarence, you can probably mm. take the week off if you want to. I'm guessing yeah, you're going to yeah, figure out a think. way to be busy. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's probably worth about five minutes of talk. So, uh, and then we'll also hopefully at this point, somebody on the Vikings said he's either been arrested or their limb has fallen off. So we can hopefully report out that as well. And uh, yeah, we'll take it as it comes. Let's press stop now, guys. Okay. Goodbye, Brandon. Good? Everybody. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 